another episode of Let's Not, where we talk about all the things. Is there ever a topic? Who knows? Don't write us a bad review about it if the topic isn't the topic you want. Yes. <laughs> and I'm no, Michelle. You can totally- <laughs> and I'm Sam. You can totally write us a review. That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just telling Sam before we got on that, unfortunately, we got a review. Only two stars, not the full zero, okay. like one. Um, but they did mention, they were like, can you guys please get to it? You guys have been talking 20 minutes about coffee and milk frothers. Just put timestamps or get to the topic already. And we both were just like, there never is a topic, really. It's just us talking about coffee and milk frothers <laughs> and equivalent things for an hour straight. I mean, obviously. <laughs> but those are important things. Like yeah. you're telling me that you were when listening, if you're still listening, thank you, that you're not like, maybe I need a milk frother in my life. Exactly. I love a milk frother. No, right, but I just think it's like, I just wouldn't even know where to start with timestamps. We just go on no, tangents. It's, oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, but sorry but, about that. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, but if you want a topic, I mean, as we're recording this, as you're listening, it was yesterday, but it's 420, everyone. You oh. and the Snoop Dogg music. <laughs> Did wait, you like yes, the email I Dr. sent you? Dre. Yes, I loved that so much. <laughs> Michelle sent me with the meeting, our podcast link. She sent me like a little graphic with Snoop Dogg and it had like mm-hmm. little pot leaves and all that fun stuff on it. Yeah. And in the title, I said... Let's not 45, 420, baby, tokes to the sky. Light them if you got them. Wop, wop, wop. That's my little like club horn noise. Oh, that sounded like Blue's Clues. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it does. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, I don't partake in the in the 420 festivities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um I dipped my toe in it, but it just makes me so paranoid. I just Mm -mm. yeah. I always think I of, have you told this story on the podcast yet where you got high I don't with think Joe? I have. I'll uh, tell it real quick. I'll yeah, be fast tell about it. it. So I love it. Um, okay. So guys, I, I'm not like a weed expert. Don't know if, if you gave me like a pipe to smoke a blunt, I would be like, how do I do it? Like, tell me, what do I do? Um, so anyway, we took some edibles. It was a time when I came to Massachusetts to visit Joe, which by the way, it's totally legal here. Like everyone does it, man. Um, (laughs) so we took some edibles and I don't even know how to do like the adjustment of how much you should take. I don't know. I'm just like, I'll take a gummy. See if I hate myself, then I will learn never to take the one again, maybe half doses Mm -hmm. next time. But anyways, we took a gummy. We were at his parents' house and I got super paranoid. And what happened was Joe rewound time. Like he got this magic ability to put me in a in a time machine. So we ended up ordering pizza. We're high at this point. And he's like, pizza's here. Let's go out into the kitchen and eat some pizza. So I'm like, okay. I like walk my fucking high ass out there. I eat a slice of pizza. And he goes, he it still is like traumatizing for me to talk about it. He looks at me and he goes, uh-oh. And I said, what? And he goes, uh-oh. And so I got scared. He goes, time to rewind. So I honestly, I'm like, what are you talking about? This man has the nerve to go like he's rewinding his voice. He's twisting backwards to the room that we are previously in. And it literally looks like time is rewinding us. So then I get trapped into this little cluster of rewinding and I start to turn into circles and I'm like, I don't want to go away. So then we're back into the bedroom. We sit on the bed and he's like, pizza's here. And I'm like, yay. Like I really I'm stuck in this little time capsule. We go to the kitchen. I eat a slice of pizza. Joe again goes, "Uh uh-oh, time to rewind. So then I rewind again on the bed. Pizza's here. Let's go out. Go out and eat a slice of pizza. Time to rewind. He did this to me. And I ate the whole pizza all by myself. I ate each slice each time. And I'm like, never again, you psychotic weirdo. Who does that? So then 
his mom, she like comes to talk to us and I'm like, oh my God, like I cannot look at Patty. Like I will start cackling. And it was like one of the first times I met his parents. And so I'm like, I don't want to make a bad impression, obviously. And so Joe's like, you have to talk to my mom. I can't talk to her because I will literally laugh. And I'm like me. And so I'm like sitting on the bed and I'm like, how's it going, Patty? And she just goes into like a spiel of talking about whatever. And Joe is looking at the wall the whole time. So all we see is the back of his head. And I'm like, how dare you leave me alone in this situation with your mom? So Patty leaves the room and then I I end up scaring Joe. Do you remember the show, uh, Honey Boo Boo? There was her mom. Yes. Yes. Her mom on there, I think her name was Mama June. I yep. I didn't watch the show. I just was aware of it. Yeah. She did a show called From Not Too Hot. Yep. Yep. So when we would see this commercial, Joe like was afraid of uh, the mom and he would be like, from not too hot. And he would just <laughs> say this over and over. And it just threw me into like a laughing fit. Uh-huh. And then there was a weird like health insurance commercial that came on and it was this egg that was Humpty Dumpty and he's like sitting in a hospital bed and he kind of has all these cracks and he starts talking and he's like wish I had health insurance like Humpty Dumpty here it it literally frightened Joe to death like he screamed he's like why is that egg talking and I was like Humpty Dumpty's gonna get you Joe and he was like turn it off turn it off so if you ever come across like Joe, I my recommendation in life is to never get high with him because yeah. he plays too much. <laughs> and there was another time where I thought I broke my kneecap and he's like, your knee. And I said, my knee what? And he's like, your knee is broken. And it just, I can't. Holy I'm like, shit. why would you do that to me? Oh my God. He hates me, obviously. No, I love it so much. It's fucking <laughs> hysterical. I imagine Patty going back into like wherever she was, like to Joe, to Big Joe, and being like, they're so fucking high out there. Like that girl Papa ate a whole Joe. pizza. I ate the whole pizza. <laughs> Joe wouldn't even look at me in the eye. They're so fucking uh, high. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, how dare you? Oh my God. All the time, like I like to think back to when. There was like a full summer between senior year of high school and going to college where we smoked weed every single day. And I would go back to my dad's house, like eyes as red as the devil's dick, like reeking of weed because we would pretty much smoke box the whole garage, like 10 of us smoking Uh like five blunts or whatever and try to have like a real good conversation with my dad, (laughs) you know, like just be like, Uh let's talk about like fucking agriculture right now you know like yeah. let's get into it and him being like just go to bed <laughs> and me thinking like he never fucking knew <laughs> it got him <laughs> it's so good but he'll bring that up and then um I remember also in college like going home one winter break and telling him like hey so I was because we had started growing weed in my not my dorm like my off-campus apartment or whatever mm-hmm. and doing it triggered this thought that was just like, oh, it's crazy. In the garage, my dad had a whole separate room where he was like growing plants. And I never thought about it because we had a greenhouse and we had a garden and everything like that. But then after doing it in our apartment, I was just like, I think my dad was growing weed. And so I went home that time and I was just like, hey, were you growing weed in the garage when we were growing up? And he was literally just like, how do you fucking remember that? Like he was (laughs) like, he, he went white. He was just like, really? What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he was like, how do you remember yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> no, but he could have easily lied to him and like, no, I was just growing tomatoes before I planted them or whatever. But yeah, I just like literally caught him at, like out of left field. Oh, my gosh. I remember in middle school when I was a dumbass and didn't know anything. My friends, they wanted to buy some pot. And I was like, OK, cool. I guess I'll just come along. And it was from a friend's older brother that, no, it was from like a a weird person that we didn't know. So we get this baggie of whatever the hell is in it. We take it back to the friend's house. They try to start like rolling it in a little foil thing or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, you guys have fun with that. So our friend's brother comes in and he's like, what the hell are you guys doing? And they're like, we 
pot and he's like, let me see. And he literally smells the baggie and he's like, who sold you this? And whoever did, he's like, this is fucking cilantro. And I'm like, how do you even, I would have never known. I mean, obviously (laughs) if like you, if they go to smoke it, you're not going to get high, but I'm like, yeah. Um, I'm like that's fucked up <laughs> it's fucked up don't do that to kids they want to get high too sell them the real stuff sell them the real stuff <laughs> no. I have a friend that I cat sit for sometimes mm-hmm. and her boyfriend has a weed plant like in their office and I had no idea it was a weed plant yeah and so one day I was like this plant looks kind of dry like I wonder if I should be watering it and I had messaged her and I was like, I'm coming back later. If she says, yeah, then that's when I'll water it. But mm-hmm. thankfully I didn't because he was like, no, don't water it. Like that's my pot plant. I'm like, oh, wow. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> just thought it was a normal plant. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I love that so much. <laughs> so good. God. I remember trying to buy drugs. Yeah. Also as like 15, 16 and us <laughs> buying like literally it sounds so stupid now, like buying like nicks and dimes, like $5 worth of weed and being like, this will last us for like a month. Um, see, I, at first I was like, what's, what are nicks and dimes? But then I realized nickel and dime mm-hmm. piece, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't even know what the, <laughs> what, how long that would last normally. Like yeah. what? It's nothing. Day? It's like literally like a pinch of weed. Oh, dang. Okay. I An think. Ounce? Yeah. So, I mean, this was. When I was a child, um, so I was a kid, Nick and dime bags, that's like a $5 bag, a $10 bag. And it's like literally the tiniest little square bag that you can fit Mm -hmm. with weed. And then it's like a gram, which is one gram of weed. It's usually like a nug. And then, you know, you have your eights, your quarters, your, your pounds, your ounces. Um, But yeah, we used to buy scrounge up $5 between like the three of us. Mm-hmm. Like, and then try and like find somebody that would sell us a nick. Yeah. And then because you couldn't like buy papers or anything, sometimes we would have access to the access to a bulls. Most times we wouldn't. Sue or myself would roll the weed in either a tampon wrapper or oh, we had this little Bible at my house that we used to pull the Michelle. pages because <laughs> it was really thin paper. The devil was in you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if my mom could only see me now. (laughs) No kidding. Um, Yeah. Sorry for anybody that's religious that I don't, I don't think it's that blasphemous. It's just a book. I mean, to some people it is. So I'm not going to, I'm, I'm just going to stay neutral. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't like anointed by the Pope or anything. It's just like your run of the mill table side Bible. And you probably had like 10 Bibles in the house. If not, just say yes. (laughs) Yes, we did. We had, my mom had like this humongous, like illuminated manuscript one. Uh Um, she used to hide money in it, which I used to find. Before you were rolling your joints. Yeah. Well, Jesus wasn't protecting it that well. That's how you got the joints. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Ah, uh, well, 420. Here you are again. Love you. 420. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed your 420. Yeah, I'll probably take a gummy later. All right. In celebration. Uh, I do want to try. I have bought them for other people, but I haven't tried them myself. Is like the seltzers that have THC in it. Oh, yeah. Because I wonder what I like, heard you know, sipping about it. Those. Mm-hmm. What like kind of high that would produce. Yeah. I'm kind of interested. Hmm. You'll have to let me know. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll try it out at some point. Yeah, I just feel like anything I'll be so paranoid. And it's like, why do I want to experience that? That is true. That is true. Well, guys, so this past weekend, I got to meet <laughs> a few of Michelle's good friends. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I, I learned I learned a few things about Michelle too. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> Literally, like, little pieces will come back to me. And I'm like, was I drinking truth serum? Like, as things were coming out of my mouth, I was just like, Michelle, you are oversharing. Like, just stop. I could just see stop right you now. think that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I was just like, let me unleash every secret I've ever held within my body right it now. It was nothing bad, though. No, no, no. And it's all stuff that, like, I'm sure Susan has heard at some point. But I was just like, all right, Michelle, like, you don't have to, like, just keep talking. 
<laughs> I hope that you guys got to get stories out too. Yeah, we did. We did. Okay. Yeah. No, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. And so we ended up, Michelle and a few of her friends came to Salem. And so we all went to like a few breweries and then I decided to stay at Michelle's house. So we go back mm. to Michelle's and I have to tell you when I, you dropped me off at my house just so I could get like my overnight stuff. And I was, I told Michelle, I go, if I don't come back down, it's because I like fell asleep or just mm-hmm. decided to stay home because I get really homesick. And so I yeah. came upstairs and like Raven was so happy to see me. And I was like, I don't want to <laughs> leave my dog. And Joe's like, you'll be fine. Like, you'll be glad that you are there once you're there. And I'm like, no, like, it's going to feel like I'm gone for three days. And mm-hmm. he was like, no, it's not like you always say that you want to like have fun and blah, blah, blah. So I go and then we're. <laughs> fucking driving and I just like everyone's laughing and sharing stories and I'm just looking out the window because it's foggy like the windows were fogging up and mm-hmm. I was like Michelle can you <laughs> I remember that you're like, like on the touching highway. all the knobs you're like let me get the defroster going should I open a window like what's going on right now it was the windows were so foggy and mm-hmm. I feel like in Massachusetts all of the highways are so dark because there's yeah. not a lot of it's lights and I'm like how can you fucking see? So I'm like, Michelle, yeah. can you even see out the window? Like I was kind of scared. And I had you in the front seat getting nervous. I had Marissa in the back seat, my other friend oh my who gosh. also has anxiety. She goes, you're going really fast. You should probably really slow down right now. Yeah. And Michelle was totally okay to drive. It was just, she was going fast on the highway and everyone was talking to her that I was like, this is how it ends. Mm-hmm. Like she's not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> she's laughing too hard and I was just like looking out the foggy window thinking like <sighs> I missed my dog and like sad music was playing in my head I was like why did I commit to oh, this no but no I obviously I'm glad that I went it's just okay like good it. I get homesick yeah. like that but then I'm fine uh so then sweet Michelle she goes it's like midnight she goes when you're tired just go to sleep like it will be fine mm-hmm. because Sue and I will stay up pretty late so here I am thinking, okay, pretty late is probably like 2, 2.30. Meanwhile, the, my my assigned sleeping area was supposed to be the couch. So mm-hmm. I kind of like scope out the couch situation, get myself prepared because I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sleeping out here by myself. It's going to be kind of scary. And I slowly look at Michelle's front door and it does not have the <laughs> adequate security. Uh-huh. It only has a doorknob lock on it. You don't guys. say that to them. They don't know where you live, though. What if they figure it out? I'm going to have a new door by tomorrow now. Go ahead. <laughs> Could they figure it out? No. Okay. You know what? By the time you hear this episode, there's going to be a security man <laughs> at my <blocks>. front door. <laughs> I mean, so it's like a heavy duty lock, but just, yeah. I I guess I'm like, even on the apartment here, we just have a deadbolt and I'm like, that's not enough. Like I mm-hmm. want five locks. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, Michelle, that lock is kind of scary. And mm-hmm. she doesn't have like a shade on her front door. <laughs> she doesn't have the porch light on. She has all the lights on in her house. So the killer outside can obviously clearly see everything mm-hmm. that we're doing. So I say, Michelle, can you please turn on the porch light to kind of, you know, get the killer away? And so he knows we're aware. And so she turns on the porch light that was also non-existent. And she was like, how's that? And I said, girl, I can't even see the damn porch light on. Like, just stop. <laughs> So then, you know, Michelle kind of switches up the sleeping arrangement. So then I end up getting to sleep in Michelle's bed in her room. So I felt good about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So two o'clock comes and I'm like getting kind of tired and two thirty comes and I'm like, all right, three o'clock, I'll go to bed. Three thirty comes and I'm like, damn, they really not going to bed yet. <laughs> Four thirty comes and I'm like, no, this is where I tap out because I, I'm going to need to at least get like five hours of mm-hmm. sleep before I ask Joe to come pick me up. And I don't think you guys went to bed until like 6.30. Yeah, yeah. And it was because oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I saw the sun starting to come up. And I was just like, all right, we, we got to call it. We got to call it. That's uh-huh. usually my my timer when we get together. It's like, okay, the sun's coming up. I also need at least three hours of sleep. Oh, my gosh. So then I when I go to bed, it was like super cold in Michelle's bedroom. And <laughs> I had... I think I just had like um, a mimosa and then I tried a little bit of wine that Michelle wanted Mm -hmm. me to try. And so I go in your bedroom 
And I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, she only got like this little cloudy of a comforter. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's it's not weighted. It's not warm or anything. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to be so cold that I'm just going to stay up forever shivering. Mm-hmm. Like, before I get comfortable, let me go ask for another blanket. Michelle, can I have another blanket? Oh, sure. Yeah, here you go. Another lightweight blanket. I'm thankful, but I'm like, oh, this is going to be a problem. Uh-huh. So I like double, I double up on the folding of it. So it's more weighted. And I'm like, okay, I think maybe I can get away with asking for one more blanket. So I go out and I said, Michelle, I am so sorry, but I, I need another blanket. And you're like, girl, another one. And I said, yes, because when I've been drinking, if I get cold, I will pee your bed because I'll be so cold that my body goes into like hyper hibernation mode because I'm trying to keep warm <laughs> that I, I will not wake up to go pee like I literally will pee on myself. Uh-huh. doesn't mm-hmm. happen very often it's only like if I get like super drunk but I just I didn't want any possibility so she gives me the blanket and it was fine but I was just she's like it's fine if you pee the bed I'm like I don't oh. want to pee the bed you're like it's fine and I'm I like, should no, have said that <laughs> I know I was like it won't be fine I was it won't like, be fine if Jake ever found out that I pee the bed, like literally he would never talk mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. This mattress <laughs> has not been urinated upon. So <laughs> he would get upset. Also, mind you, I just have to stick up for myself a little bit here. The house set temperature was at 68, which is a little bit colder, but because I had turned off the heat because it was like 80 the day before. So I put it back on and Sam had a comforter a double folded quilt, and then a double folded comforter on top of that. Mind you, everybody. So that's like five blankets. No. Okay. But when I get tired, like Marissa, your friend was telling you this Mm -hmm. and I was shaking my head so dramatically because I'm like, that's how I get. She started getting ready for bed. And literally before she went to go to sleep, her lips were purple. Like, I don't know if you guys could tell, but they were like, she lost the color in them and she was just shivering. And Michelle's like, are you okay? And she's like, no, when I get tired, like my body just doesn't keep warm. And I'm like, yes, that's what happens to me too. So that's why I wanted the blankets because I'm like, I just, I wasn't cold when I was awake and laughing with you guys. It's like, I was freezing when I was trying to go to bed. Oh, wow. But that's just I, me, though. No, I think Jake does that, too, because, like, he'll, like, be like, oh, I'm so cold, and he'll get all shivery and, like, jump into bed and, like, you know, yes. cuddle me like and a koala. chattering. Like, yeah. it's painful. It's like your muscles that's are trying crazy. to warm you up. You're, it feels like you've done, like, 600 sit-ups because your abs yeah. are, like, so cold. You're all, like, constricted. Oh, yeah. I wonder what that is. I'll have to look that up. I know. I don't know. Don't um, tell me if it's something bad. Yeah, no. It wasn't until Peter was finally like, yeah, no, it's a little chilly in here that I was like, oh, shit, that is right. I, like, turned off the heat yesterday. <laughs> so I'm not being dramatic. No. <laughs> but it's until a man tells me, I'm not going to believe it. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> no, but it was so much fun. And, yeah, that happens literally every time. We just yeah. talk about nothing and everything for hours and hours that, and hours. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was nice because I was like, all right, if I go to bed, like the killer's going to come after Michelle and Sue because they're yeah. still up. So I felt safe going to sleep mm-hmm. by then. We'll be up until it's daylight out. So you should always feel yeah. safe. <laughs> when I got up to go to the bathroom, I could see the sun kind of coming in. And I was like, oh my gosh, they are still up. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's so cute. And I had to, I was told her, I was like, you got to, we got to go to bed. She's like, let's go for a walk. I go, we can't do that. No. I heard you talking about that. I actually thought that you came in to get your shoes because I, she was talking about a walk and I'm like, oh my God, they're going to take a walk. And then also (laughs) Michelle was like, so I went to bed and she had like this long pillow on the bed and I kind Uh of like left it in the center of us. And you came in and you go, I see that pillow there. I see what you're trying to do. (laughs) borders I was I was still kind of up and I was just I was just smiling I was like she's so funny but your bed is like one it's one of the two most comfortable beds I've ever been in I love it so much I will I normally won't take a compliment but I'll take that compliment because I love it (laughs) I'll take it as if I built that bed (laughs) exactly if I'm part of the bed Uh uh-huh I agree with you full heartedly. There are times where I'll just lay down and just say out to the room, like, I love this goddamn bed. I love it. 
It's so nice. I can't, it's like super dense and mm-hmm. it just kind of hugs your body. Yeah. It's good. It's a good one. I like it too. Um, yeah. No, I thought you built the barrier because I was telling you that the day before. So Saturday night to Sunday, I was the one that told Sue like, no, we got to go to bed. But Friday night to Saturday, it was just me, my friend Sue and my friend Pete and she was the one that was like, all right, let's get you into bed because I had gotten too drunk too quick. And I was <laughs> telling her, I was just like, lay with me. Like, I won't touch you or anything. Like, I might try and kiss you. But also, if you tell me no right now, I won't do that at all either. And she was just <laughs> like, all right. And like, she laid with me for half a second and like finally went to bed or whatever. So I, yeah. and I remember telling you that story. I was like, oh, Sam's putting up dividers. <laughs> <laughs> no because it was like already on that side of the bed and so when mm-hmm. I moved the covers it fell yeah. and I was like oh is this good like is Michelle gonna think that I thought she was gonna yeah. come on to me and then it just gets weird <laughs> but I was like she's not gonna think no anything of it. it doesn't matter <laughs> but it when you also- came in you're like I see that pillow <laughs> I see that pillow <laughs> No, it was actually nice to have the divider because then I was like, okay, I'm not encroaching in her space. Like we have half and half of the bed. <laughs> Do you usually go on the other side of the mattress? Yeah, it was usually on the side that you're, you're on. Oh, but are you a wild sleeper? Where no. You like, yeah, same. As soon as I lay my head where I fall asleep, it's like how I get up for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I I like I feel like we didn't even like disturb the bed at all. It was just opening the blankets on either side and getting and in that and that was it. it. We were like yeah. in little sleeping bags. I know, it was so comfortable <laughs> though. Cuz usually I depending on like if Raven or if Joe's in the bed, I our bed is so fucking small too that I kind of lay like on the edge to where my mm-hmm. leg is kind of hanging off. Mm. And I was doing that on your bed. I'm like, oh hell no. Like this is a king size bed. Like let me take up more. Yes. So I was yeah. like, I was like going more in the scooting, just like sprawling out. Mm-hmm. No, I remember we always used to have a queen before. And when Jake suggested that we get a king, I was like, I don't know if I like that because we cuddle all night regardless and I was just like I feel mm-hmm. like you're we just wouldn't cuddle anymore um but we still do but also it is nice now to also have all the space because even the though space we for the pets too yeah because I mean we just have the two little cats but Ichabod will get on one side and like kind of box me in and then Jake's on this side boxing me in and then Dottie's on his side boxing him in so Aww. it's almost like we need half of a twin for the cats on either side yeah yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't know because like your bed honestly feels like a giant's bed, but I'm like, what is the inch <laughs> difference between a queen and a king? Do I have a queen? No, I have a queen. It just feels so small. It just feels like it might as well be a full, which is practically a twin, which is practically mm-hmm. a crib. Yeah. I feel like a king is almost like if it's not at least another half of a twin, it's like another a full twin wow. on top of a queen. Wow. It's nice. I love that for you. Yeah. I like it too. I mean, it's probably not good because I just will sleep. Also, mind you, so the Sunday night into Monday, I slept for 10 hours straight. Ooh, I bet that felt nice. It felt really nice. Um, Jake was like giving me shit. Even though he was in bed, like he obviously woke up early, but he just like stayed in bed, like jamming on his phone until I woke up. He's like, you slept for like 16 hours. I'm like, no, I didn't. But also combined the two days before I slept for like six. So please let Mm -hmm. me recoup. recoup. I'm catching up on my Mm -hmm. Z's. And also my liver just processed about nine bottles of wine within two days. So please let my my body like re-emerge. I was laughing because when you guys were talking uh sue was she would drink like some of her margarita and then wine and i was just like how do you do that (laughs) we have been uh practicing and training since we were 15 (laughs) is the issue that that's how you do it i guess Mm -hmm. but no your friends were so nice they were so sweet so funny Mm mm-hmm yeah, they loved you too. I got a lot of texts from them being like, we're so glad that Sam like met up with us. It was so good to Aww. meet her. Um, but yeah, they're always a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Susan was just like, this is probably why we can't actually live close to each other because we would be dead. I was like, no, <laughs> I feel like if we actually lived close to each other, we wouldn't do this extreme 
uh-huh. whining, you know? It's such a special occasion. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's just yeah. go for it. Well, it's like, it's usually we're, ca- it's the first time we're seeing each other in like six-ish months and we're catching up on everything that we missed. And then also just reminiscing mm-hmm. about 20 years of friendship. So it's like, it lasts a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was nice for me personally, because everyone was like talking about deep shit. And so I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll talk about deep shit too. Yeah. It's all and I think do. Sue was like, so sorry if we got too deep. And I'm like, no, like I miss talking to people like this. Like it's mm-hmm. nice. Like that's what I want to talk about all the time. I don't want to yeah. talk about the weather. I don't want to talk about all the, mm. I'm like, let's get real. <laughs> let's get real deep. Where do you think your trauma comes from? Exactly. <laughs> You're watching the real world. <laughs> it was good. It was so much fun. Um, I wanted to read you this thread. Okay. Kind of. I'll go fast over it. Okay. So I don't, do you follow the account called Petty Mayonnaise? No, no. Really? I bet if you saw it, you would recognize it. Well, they, they post like articles and kind of pop culture and just like memes and funny stuff. So I saw a post that they were asking people, they said, well, they actually shared a different post, but it was a thread and it said signs your partner may be cheating. And I was just reading through them and I was laughing and I just wanted to share some of them. Yes. Um, and then I want to hear your, your, what you think the signs of cheating are. Um, so some of the people said creates a dating account, has his phone facing down when he's with you, gets distant with you, wakes up early before you so he can chat with his side chick. Someone said Mm. claiming they have to work a lot, but the paycheck doesn't reflect the extra time. Mm. This one girl said when his name is Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Someone said breathing is a sign of cheating. (laughs) Another girl also said when his name is Eric, Mm -hmm. when their name starts with a J. Oh, that's everybody. (laughs) When your dog finds him buried in the backyard. (laughs) Not interested in sex. And mm-hmm. then my favorite one was when they don't react to your memes. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, that one. You always got to react to my memes. Oh, God. No, you can't have that one be it because I sometimes <laughs> don't. <laughs> um, uh, I would say most of those are pretty accurate. I don't like the waking up early one, though, because I was like, as you were listing them, I was you know, obviously applying them to Jake. He's been waking up early lately to go for a walk before he goes to work. Oh, what do they you think do that say is? when they change when they change their like routine. Joe's been when he gets home from work, he goes into the bathroom for a while. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you doing in there? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I know you're talking to someone. Just tell me. Just tell me. No, they're just, just fucking on me. TikTok. I know. He's like, <laughs> I was taking a shit if you really want to know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. huh. So then I was reading him all of these and the one about the overtime. I'm like, Joe, are you really working overtime? Can I see a paycheck, please? <laughs> please. Send me a picture when you're at work. Yeah. Yeah. I t- <laughs> I've been telling Jake for like the last year. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't even know if you go to the tattoo shop. Do you just go to like the library and wait eight hours, then come back home and just hang out, (laughs) hang out? Um, No, I think I personally and I hope this never comes to bite me in the ass, but I personally think I would feel it if he was. Yeah, I think you always know. Yeah. And a lot of the people that commented, they said, if you're asking yourself this question, Mm -hmm. then probably so. Yeah, there's probably something there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel bad because it is cheating is so rampant that it's almost like expected. Like, I feel bad for the people that have only ever been with cheaters. Yeah, it does seem so common because mm-hmm. it's like I feel like when people do cheat, it's like, well, I wasn't happy in the relationship mm-hmm. and I was too afraid to end it. So it is that's, what it is. That's your problem, not mine. Don't. Yeah. <sighs> It's like it just causes so much more trauma than just breaking up with somebody. Mm. Can I ask you a question? You don't have to answer or put it on the Mm -hmm. podcast. But if Jake ever cheated, is there a path 
to still be together? Like, is that something that you were for, you would forgive or is there like, it depends how bad the cheating is, how long it goes for? I think it would depend on how bad and how long it went for. Like if he were to come to me and be like, after the convention, we all went out. I got like crazy drunk and I ended up like making out with somebody or heaven forbid having sex with somebody. I think I could work past that. And like, we would have to obviously go to the root of like why it happened. Um, But if it was like a full blown affair on the side, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to move past that. Mm -hmm. So with the, the possibilities of where you think you could move forward, if you weren't married and you were just still a boyfriend and girlfriend, Mm -hmm. would you still work past the cheating? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious because, yeah, because on the housewives, it was interesting on the New Jersey one where they were all asking, is cheating forgivable? And most of them said, yeah. 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 I'm like, really? I also feel like the New Jersey housewives, they come from that old school mentality that's just like, you don't get divorced and they're all married. Um, But no, it wouldn't matter if I was like, the marriage thing doesn't mean anything to me. It's like, even if we never got married, I would still be holding him to the same exact situations as if we were married. Yeah. Um, How about you? I honestly, I don't even, I feel like I just couldn't move past it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that like mistakes happen and stuff like that, but I would just be like, why would you put yourself in that situation? Like, I don't know. I tend to, if someone like does me wrong, I'm like, all right, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would always think about it. I would always wonder. And it's like, I don't want to have to assume and just expect that they're probably cheating on me. Like I, there would be no trust. It would be broken. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on the person. I feel like if it truly with Jake, though, like if it truly was a mistake, but also it's like, I don't, even worry about that because I'm the messy one and Mm -hmm. he's not like he never even gets to like a super drunk point and or I mean I've told you this like before we started dating I would try to get him to like kiss me and he wouldn't because he was in a relationship so I, I just don't think he would me on the other hand it's like I get myself into sketchy situations and (laughs) am completely out of my mind and don't even know what's going on so if anything Uh I need to ask Jake this question and be like, <laughs> if I were to be an asshole imbecile, could yeah. you get past? I just, I don't think, I he, think would he would ever put me through that. Yeah. I unfortunately could see, I would never, and I do my best right. and all that stuff. But if it, if you were to say like, who out of both of you would do that mistake, it would be me, unfortunately. Hey, at least you're honest. It's my cross to bear. I would obviously never, ever do anything stone cold sober. And it's like, maybe that says something where it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't drink. But it's like, I have a good time. I have a good time. time. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's interesting. I could personally, I could get past it if it was just like a mistake hookup. Mm -hmm. All right. And also if it wasn't somebody that was like, obviously, if it was somebody in our group that would add another layer to it. But if it was just like some stranger. Also with Jake, he's so honest that he would, I just almost know that he would tell me immediately. Yeah. So it wouldn't be like something bad about it. Yeah. It wouldn't be something I would have to find out later and be like, wow. So for 10 years, you didn't tell me or whatever. Not 10 years. No. But yeah, that's an interesting list. Mm-hmm. Someone also said when they pull out an Uno, draw four card from underneath the table. <laughs> what? Because it's like if you cheat at Uno, then you're just a cheater at oh, like, oh, okay. Like who cheats? Got it, got it. <laughs> got Guess it. you're not an Uno player then. I was cheating at Yahtzee all weekend, so just so you guys oh, know. Oh, my. Don't even, <laughs> don't even get me started on the damn Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> that was a flop. Okay. What else? Tell me about the, I want to, can you recap, like, what's going on with the Love is Blind drama with Nick Lachey and his wife, Vanessa? Yes. Very quickly. Why do people not like her? They don't like her because I think she comes off too aggressive in the reunions. And I think 
people liked that at first that she didn't like holds back and stuff like that but now it seems like all of her takes are all always the girls are right and the boys are wrong and she was coming after one of the contestants in a way and being like she asked him to explain himself and he did pretty clearly and then she turned to his ex-partner and was just like do you understand what he's saying are you just as confused as i am and like kind of threw him under the bus i gotta say that the other the ex-partner her name is micah um i feel like she was willing to latch onto anything that made him look worse and her look better so she's like i am just as confused as you are and then he was just like uh i don't know how to explain it like a different way but Mm -hmm. it's i think she just she goes a little too hard in the paint well i i wonder if that's because i i've only seen one season of love is blind and only one reunion and it seems like every time this show comes on people are always questioning if nick and Vanessa should keep the hosting yeah. job. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she feels the pressure because it's like if she doesn't go hard on them, then she mm-hmm. hates women. If she goes too hard, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I would assume most people that are watching Love is Blind and these reunions are used to, I would assume, Bravo reunions where Andy does keep a pretty like unbiased thing. Like sometimes you can tell like where he's leaning on a topic, but for the most part, he just we'll present the question and ask it and like see where it goes. Oh, like that Robin Dixon interview? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's it's weird one. So I ended up watching all of this last season. I'm pretty sure it was season four in the last few days while I was recovering from the weekend because they had the reunion and Netflix wanted to do a live reunion, which is like the first time Netflix has done anything live streaming like that. And it did not go to plan. I just kept seeing people like posting about it and joking about it and being like love is late and all this other stuff and eventually they just scrapped it recorded it and like put it out a few hours later so they couldn't figure it out and it's like bro it's like why wouldn't you have every (laughs) this is the first time you're doing something you would hope you have all your ducks in a row but oh wow yeah that's kind of shocking because I know a few maybe like two months ago they had the Chris Rock special was live and that was like their first big thing so it's like if you can get that yeah but I don't know I don't maybe love them love is blind has more people watching like I wonder what the issue was what the glitch was oh I'm not sure I thought this was their first time live streaming I didn't realize about the Chris Rock thing Mm -hmm. um but anyway so it got me it got it in the forefront for me again so I watched the season it wasn't bad I feel like season two and three, it felt very like all these people are kind of feel like they're coming on here to become influencers or just be on television and stuff. I feel like this season went more back to the original where it it did seem like most of the contestants were actually there to find love and get married. Okay. Um, But it was awkward. There was like a few people on the cast that felt very awkward in front of the camera. So there were like a lot of cringy scenes this season. Oh, really? Well, shit, I might have to watch it. The only thing that I did see besides the headlines of should Vanessa and Nick be worried about losing Mm -hmm. their job was it was a lot of like video clips of one of the girls pretty much like gaslighting the guy where she was like, well, you wanted me to clean or cook or something. He's like, I never asked that of you. Because I think she was cheating on him or messaging someone. And he's like, I saw the messages in your phone. Like what? Maybe it's that girl you're talking about, honestly. Now, there is like a few people like so there is Irina and Micah. They were kind of like the mean girls of the house. And they Mm -hmm. got they got a lot of backlash because while they were actually in the pods, they would be like making fun of the other girls or like if other girls were crying about people, they'd be like rolling their eyes and like laughing and snickering with each other and like eavesdropping on people. So they immediately got labeled as the mean girls and Micah, who I was talking about earlier, it seems like once she broke away from Irina, she was a lot nicer. Um, but Irina just kind of stayed horrible. And it seems like she only said yes to this other person because she wanted to keep doing the show. And like, it was also when they see each other from the first time, it's definitely the most awkward like meeting that's ever been done. Really? Yeah. Cause you know, they usually oh. like kiss or hug or whatever. She just immediately starts laughing the whole time that they're in Mexico together. She's just like, you could tell she's so uncomfortable and maybe she is a jerk, but also 
that's my kind of uh, go to is just to like kind of laugh through things and stuff because she's so uncomfortable, which made her seem even yeah. bitchier. Aww. But he was also doing this thing where it's like they obviously when they first met, it wasn't there. Um, he is like kind of quote unquote a nerdier dude and stuff, and he he kept trying to do this thing where he was like staring deeply at her and trying to be romantic with her, and so she was just kind of like and like doing things like that and stuff and it's like if you don't feel it you don't feel it like i get it um so it was uncomfortable and so everyone came after her for making him like just feel so bad about it but Mm -hmm. i don't know but then so then an article came out also um about how like being on that show really sucks for the contestants because it's a lot of lack of sleep um and they interviewed do you remember danielle roll from i think season two she had like jet black kind of like box hair and the blue eyes and she was she got married to Nick and we the ended guy up that was sweating a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That couple. So they get married at the end of it, but then they end up getting divorced like a year later. And I think we even talked about it on the podcast and we were both just like, I don't know if she was like in the right headspace to be on like this reality show. You know, like yeah. it felt like she had like a lot of shit to kind of deal with before she was like looking to marry somebody. And so they interview her. And she was saying, she was like, based on my mental health history and the fact that I had attempted suicide multiple times, like that should have disqualified disqualified me immediately from being on the show. But they put me through anyway. And like she was having a lot of panic attacks and stuff. And the producers just like kept talking her off the ledge and like being like, just continue. Like, it'll be good. Yada, yada, yada. And, um, you know, so she was saying that she shouldn't have been on it at all. And there also is like a fine if you walk away for $50,000. And she was like, I couldn't pay that. Like, so I just had to like stick with it. And she was saying how uh, um, unfair it also was for Nick, who's just like this new person that on top of being on reality TV and marrying this woman that's going through a lot of shit, he also had to he was being very supportive to her just to kind of get her through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy oh, wow. article. I thought I saw her come out with something about that. She said that relationship was controlling. I don't think on his end, I think just the way it got oh, set maybe up. On hers. Maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. She was like, I was not in the headspace to be on reality TV. <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, Ugh. yeah. And imagine it's like, she already knows that about herself. And of course, no matter what reality show you're watching or TV show, it's like all the fucking people on their keyboards also telling you, like, you're a monster, like, you're a piece of shit. Like, there was a lot of backlash to her. Jeez, I mean, to everybody. That... Nobody right. gets <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, if you go on anything, if you put your voice out there at all, there is going to be people that just don't like it your view, your mm-hmm. point of view, who you are, what you look like. And if you're not completely ready to take that on, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do it. Because it doesn't matter if you seem like the perfect person. There's going to be somebody that doesn't like your fucking shit. That's so true, which is why you should just go ahead and do what you want to do or be how you are. Because Mm -hmm. no matter what, someone will always say something. Yeah, they'll find something that they just fucking despise about you. And it's like, okay, cool. Take it from me. It's true. You can't <laughs> please everyone, unfortunately. <laughs> Take it from, from me. I'm universally despised. So, <laughs> no, I want to please uh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a, it's an interesting show. It felt, I feel like this last season felt a lot like um, Married at First Sight more so than sexy, streamlined, love is blind, which okay. I think is more authentic, to be honest. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe it'll be like on in the background yeah. or something. It's just fine. There's just I I fast forward through a lot of it because it was making me okay. Then I'm not watching it. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. I'll just look for a recap on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nice when there is, and it seems like there's been a couple. Mm, I would say first season and this last season where you see the romance right away, and I love watching love stories like that, but having to get through like the other four stories where it's just a mess. It's like, Oh, okay. Jeez. Yeah. Like it was that first season watching Cameron and Lauren fall in love. Mm -hmm. That was beautiful. They're still together. They seem very much in love, but that was nice. 
Yeah. And also the other contestants were just like kind of train wrecks and it's the first season and it was all very entertaining this season. It was just like, I feel like people try to curate themselves so much to not get the backlash from viewers and also to come across a certain way on TV. And therefore it just like feels very stuffy and like awkward and yeah, it's weird. I always thought that was, that was season one with Lauren and Cameron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was I always the first thought one. that was two. Mm-mm. That's the one I watched. Two was with Natalie and Shane. No, no, no. Oh. No, no, no. Two was with Danielle and Nick. And. Oh, okay. So maybe I have seen two seasons then. Yeah. There's four mm-hmm. already. Okay. I feel like two and three came out very close to each other and they were also uh-huh. filmed around the same time. Did you ever start watching that show I told you about? Am what? I being unreasonable? No, I didn't. God damn it, Michelle. I'll check it out. I will. I'll okay. do it. Okay. Um. Anything else before we wrap it? I don't think so. All right. Well, um, we will see you guys next week. We hope you have a good one. Hope you have a good one. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye, we love, love you. Love you. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at deadlygroundscoffee.com.